This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I'm going to let you in on a little secret out there. I have a huge pet peeve here at work, in the workplace. This is strictly a work thing that I'm talking about right now. It has to do with the people who reply all in emails. It drives me insane. And you know what I'm talking about, right? Where all of a sudden you're getting all of these reply alls from people who, and you don't need to know. You don't need to know if they're going to go to this event. You don't need to know that they can't make it for this thing. You don't need to know what their two bits are on anything, but they are clogging up your work inbox by replying all, all because they can't see that right next to them, they could just hit reply. They don't need to hit the reply all. They can just hit the reply button and it would be a totally different situation. I actually have been known to uh, give the occasional person a hard time here at work if they hit reply all. When I ask them, what'd you do that for? Do we need to see that? No, we didn't need to see that. Uh, I'm trying to stop doing that. doesn't happen as often anymore, but it is my pet peeve. It is why this story that I'm about to tell you about now made me laugh so hard when I came across it today. I read this in the Washington Post this morning. It's a TV reporter in Kansas City And this happened to him yesterday. And all I can imagine is he must have been mortified when he realized what happened. So he had just had dental surgery and he'd been, he was woozy essentially. And he thought that he was going to make it into work the next day when he'd originally had the surgery. But at some point he realized when he got home that, nah, he just was not going to be able to make it into work the next day. So he emailed his boss to say, I'm not going, I'm I'm really sick. I'm not going to be able to make it into work the next day, tomorrow. The problem is when Nick Vassos did this, he accidentally sent it to every single employee who works at this company. The company has nearly 200 TV stations in the United States. Every single person who works for that company got Nick Vassos's email saying, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it into work tomorrow. Uh, And that just prompted, apparently, a lot of hilarity at the company. Like, if I got that email, too, from somebody who worked in, you know, Saskatchewan or, you know, Montreal or whatever, who worked for our company, I would also wonder, what the heck is this? What happened here? So essentially what happened, though, is that the employees responded by having a whole bunch of fun. They also launched a hashtag, hashtag prayers for Nick, because they wanted to make sure that he was feeling okay. They sent him chicken soup. They sent him flowers. They sent him tweets. They sent him thousands of emails, apparently, in response to this uh, because they wanted to make sure that he was okay. They had a great time with it. And it got to the point where his boss actually had to send out a message to everybody saying, I am one of Nick Vassos's managers, grateful to report he and I have communicated and he is going to pull through. You guys are a scream because I guess the employees were having such a good time with this. So he I thought, how do you do this? How do you accidentally email every single employee in the entire company? And I guess he tried to explain it, but what happened was that he was still a bit woozy. He It, it did the autofill thing and he let it and he should not have done that essentially because that's why it went to everybody. He said it was a mistake. He is having a good time with it. He also tweeted an apology to fans of Nicolas Cage and Nick Jonas and other famous Nicks who apparently got worried when they saw the hashtag prayers for Nick trending nationwide. And they got worried for, you know, any celebrity named Nick. 
And uh, the funny thing is that lots of employees are now going to um, visit him and get a tour of the TV station from the other stations that they have there because they feel like they've gotten to know him. But man, did it ever get us talking here about people who make big mistakes over company email. Have you ever gotten one of those when you go, what, this this can't have been meant for me. And then like 30 seconds later, you get that message that says the sender tried to return this email, like tried to retract that email. I've had that happen too. So we thought, hey, we should open up the phone lines here because I wonder, have you ever been the person that did this? Have you ever sent an email or a message or something that you wish you hadn't? We've got Christine in New Westminster. Hi, Christine. Hi. Oh, you've got a story um, for us. Let's hear it. Yeah. Well, fortunately, this wasn't me who did this, but um, I was working for a national law firm, and in the Vancouver office, it was um, it was extremely hush hush that a senior female manager was having an affair with a senior partner. Ooh. And, yeah, and I guess, and this has been going on for some time. He was married. She was (gasps) single. And I guess there was some, uh, you know, ups and downs. Are you telling me that they were using work email to communicate, Christine? Yes. (gasps) And so she had emailed him something, I guess, you know, asking him how he was or something. And he wrote her this long email about how he was stressed and stuff that was going on in his marriage and all this kind of stuff. And she he appreciated her support and da da da. Unfortunately, instead of hitting reply, he hit reply all. And so the secret affair was no longer secret. You mean every and person in the empl- like the firm got ev- this email? Ev- Everybody. And the way we found out in the Vancouver office that this happened, if you weren't at your desk, was we had an interior staircase and all of a sudden you heard her pound because her her office was on the floor below his. She just came her face is beat red and she just came flying up the staircase into his office, slammed the door and you can hear just this yelling and screaming and and of course, everybody is just running around. Did you see? Did you see? Did you see? Did you see? Oh, that's terrible! I didn't know. Did you know? Oh, yeah. It was no longer a secret. No kidding. That is mortifying, uh, Christine. Thank oh. you very much for that story. You're welcome. It was highly enjoyable. More like I'm sure time has passed. We don't know who those people are, but uh, that was very enjoyable. Goes with my uh, my motto: never fish off the company pier. Right? It always results in some. Well, almost always results in some kind of complication. Now, Christine was telling us a great story. If this has happened to you, feel free to call. We don't have to use your real name. You can give us another name. That's cool. But we'd love to hear your story. Now, we have another caller. We have Steve. Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me on, Simi. Mine isn't quite as salacious as that. I'm sure it's still good. Let's hear it. (laughs) Well, I had the misfortune of to have to dismiss an employee, and it was a problem within our group. And so, you know, it was a popular decision, let's just put it that way. And of course, I had an email that included everybody in that group. So after I, after it happened and she got lettered and she was given notice, I sent out an email assuring the rest of the group that everything was going to be fine. We're still a great team. You know, a kumbaya moment. 
And right. of course, I had I had not removed her from oh. the group. So, so she got the email telling everybody, "Don't worry, everything's going to be fine now." She's gone. Yeah, the cancer's been removed. <laughs> I didn't say it like that, but if you read between the lines, you know, that's kind of the way it was. So, Steve. anyway, so there was a pile of drama, and of course, then now you have, you know, something has to happen now. Like I can't have that. That's just I can't have that for two weeks. So it's like, hey, here's a box. Tuck up your desk. We'll pay you for, you know. And oh. guess what? You got the next two weeks off. Oh yeah, and you so, can't have that. How did like what was that like, communication with her to tell her that must have been so awkward? Yeah, it was. Well, I had to get it. I had to get her calmed down first, and then, oh. and then it was yeah. Uh, everybody's got to get out of the department while we do this. It makes a little nasty bit of work, and um, but it has unfortunately. Not, you know, you you take the hit for that. You you, you learn from it, hopefully, and um, you know. It, but you know, the other thing is, if there's, you know, the email creates groups for you, right? Yes, that's if, true. If you if you're not careful, and if you're not looking really hard at exactly who that email is going to, it can include somebody else in the group that you might not wanted to go to. That is excellent advice, Steve. Thank you very much for that. Oh, you're welcome. Boy, have a nice Friday. Oh, you have a great Friday, too. Those are two excellent examples of work emails gone wrong. Steve's right. You, Your email does create groups, and you do sometimes send an email, and you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a group. The people that I want, just send it to them. I get emails like that all the time where I'm like, why, why am I in this group? Why am I getting sent this email? I don't need to know this information. And I hate that kind of stuff, right? Because just clogs up your inbox. But that's just minor nuisance stuff. That's not this big deal stuff that we were hearing about today. And it all started because of this story in the States, a TV reporter who told his boss he wasn't coming into work tomorrow, but he accidentally emailed it to every single employee at the 200 TV stations that the company owned. Uh, I want to go to Ingrid now, who has called us from Cloverdale. Hi, Ingrid. Hey. How are you today? Oh, awesome. It's such a beautiful day out driving around. It's so sunny and nice. I love it. Okay, do you have a story for us? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, Not probably as good as the other stories, but I was uh, working in an office, a shipping company, and we're we're talking almost 30 years ago, so modern technology, not at its finest. And I was sending a message to my friend who sat in front of me to tell her that, asking her if she wanted to go for lunch, and I had said something along those lines, and I said, find the kid with the big round head behind you. And I was referring to Charlie Brown because that's what he always called himself. And it was just a funny thing. And when I hit send, all the computers in the office all made the, the sound that they had received the message. And I was like, oh, no. And then uh, we were all laughing. And I was thinking, shoot, I'm going to be in trouble. And then I started getting replies from Chicago, New York. What? <laughs> every, every terminal in the company across North America got the message. And they're all wondering, and who's the kid with the big round head? Exactly. That's exactly what they said. They said, a couple of the offices said, we all turned to look who the kid with the big <laughs> round head behind <laughs> and then And then I got called into the, the manager's office and he was a nice guy, but he came across real tough. And I was only in my early 20s. I was right. probably like 20, 22 or 23. And uh, I thought, great, this this is I'm it. Done. I'm going to yeah. get fired. 
And he thought it was funny, so he just said, don't do that again. Like, pay attention to what you're doing. But it was funny. I'll bet you you paid very close attention for the rest of your career, Ingrid, about who you sent Uh, emails to. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah, yeah. it was funny. Yeah, it was called a break message back in the day. It's too funny. Oh, Ingrid, thanks so much for the story. I love it. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a good afternoon. You too. I got an email as well from someone who did not want me to use their name. Fair enough. I know some of these might be embarrassing. You might not want me to. Cool. Thank you for letting me know that. This person says that they were working at a local police department slash detachment. I'm going to keep it as anonymous as possible. And they said, of course, we are not to use our computers for sending jokes or YouTube things. It's a police department. You can imagine that they would be fairly strict about that. Well, this person said, I I don't know how I did it, but I sent that Christopher Walken dance YouTube video plus another dance to the chief inspector. (laughs) Uh, The chief inspector was not impressed. This person ended up being suspended for a day. And they're now saying, so to everyone, be careful. You're right. However, in hindsight, funny. When you think about, you know, the chief inspector in their office receiving the Christopher Walken dance YouTube video, but not funny that you were suspended for a day. Have you ever sent a message that you wish that you had not? Have you ever had one of those problems or was a situation like that happen at your work? Happens everywhere, right? At some point, uh, you can call us on our buzz line, 604-331-BUZZ. That's 331-2899. And you can email me, simi at cknw.com. 